He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings. Uh, through our app and um, if you can't make it to service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give the website and on our app uh, Givelify shall we pray your gracious father we thank you again for a new week we thank you for last week Lord and providing ways out of no ways and Allowing us to see this week, on this first day of this week, we ask you for blessings of peace and power uh, that we may need uh, for this week, Lord. And whatever we had last week may not work for this week, so we ask you for renewed favor, renewed grace, Lord, and mercies. We give you all the praise and glory. Bless this week, feeble servant that I am. Lord, give me strength and hope to be a blessing to someone on the sound of my voice throughout this podcast, Lord, to uh, be able to uh, bear burdens, Lord, give them to you and ask for the help they need from from you. Oh, God, we love you. We thank you. And I let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again here a few minutes with Pastor Mac Podcast. And, um, Second week of this year, 2023, uh, this Sunday morning on the 8th of January. Uh, today I gave you, well, last week I gave you today's text, Psalm number 89, verse 11 through 12. And when you do, as I did last week, and I ask all the time that you have a chance to read the entirety of the chapters pertaining to these uh, sermons and I read the before the chapter of the text and then the chapter after as well to get context and content for uh, the sermon and just helps you to know more, grow more in knowledge about the word of God. Psalm number 89, 11 through 12, I'm reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have, we ask you to follow along. Um, The word reads, the heavens are yours and yours also the earth. You founded the world and all that is in it. You created the north and south, Tabor and Hermon sing for joy at your name. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Just want to carry on in our uh, new series, Faithful in Stewardship. As we carry the theme for this year, living faithfully in 23, 
uh, this second sermon in this series of stewardship title, It's Already His. It's Already His. Um, the ducks in our neighborhood in Arlington come from the pond up the road. They live there and find sanctuary there in this area. They even come and gather on the roads in the neighborhood. They walk in the middle. They cross at their own pace in a line, one behind the other. They hold up traffic so that vehicles will have to stop as long as it takes them to do what they want to do. They walk like they own this space and the area they are in. Just as these ducks in my neighborhood, we sometimes put on the same show. Uh, we act like we own this and that, that everybody needs to look at me and the shine on me attitude. And I got it all together. And like Frank Sinatra said, we say I did it my way. This is the same way some operate. And in its my attitude, I did it all myself. I came by this morning just to remind us that whatever you have, just be a good steward because everything we have belongs to him. That job you have is his. That vehicle is his. That home you dwell in, it's his. Those kids that get on your nerves, they are his. That money you have is his. And we need to be reminded that whatever we have, it all belongs to him. Ethan the Ezraite begins by declaring, the writer declaring God's love and faithfulness and claiming God's promises to David the king. He acknowledges God, but not just as a distant Lord of the heavens and earth, but also as the personal and present Lord of his people Israel. He recalls in detail the covenant that God Almighty had made with David when he chose him and anointed him, when he adopted and exalted him, when he swore by his own holiness that David's throne would endure forever. And I can I highlight this activity here in the text. Ethan is reminded David of what God has said and what he has done. Who in your life? Reminds you of what God has said and what he has done in your life. Who is your reminder that when times get rough and you seem low and you seem to want to go against what you have believed and stood on in your spiritual journey, who reminds you? That God is still good. God is still able. God can make a way out of no way. He, Ethan, reminded David of what God had told and what God had done for him. The Lord does whatever pleases him. Sometimes we get frustrated. Other Psalms said he does what he pleases throughout all heaven and earth. And on the seas and in the depths, he causes the clouds to rise over the old. He does what he wants to do. Well, looking at the text this morning, just a few things, and I'll be out your hair this morning. First, let's look at own by God. The heavens are yours and yours also the earth. The Lord can keep his promises to us because he is the creator and owner of all. 
That's just like somebody who made, he made, he knows the intricacies. He knows what can be done and what can't be done. But with God, all things are possible. And he can keep his promise because he is the creator. He is the owner. Ethan said, uh, similarly, he is the owner and I am the manager. That's the attitude we should have. He is the owner. I am the manager. Meaning that if I am the owner, then I'm, cause if I think I am the owner, I'm in constant conflict with God over what I do with the things I have. I'm going to say that again. If I think I am the owner, if I believe I'm the owner, that is why most of us have conflict constantly with God over what is his, but we have the attitude that is mine. We got to understand that the Lord is the owner and we are just the managers. The Lord giveth and the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord, said the words of Job. When somebody who can ascertain, who had a testimony, who had experience in this uh, situation in life, he was the manager. God took what was his, but he blessed him because as God, as the creator, he can do whatever he wants to do. Huh? Uh, somebody understand that under the sound of my voice. God can do what he wants to do. He can bless you real good. Yes, we understand that it's all his from the get-go. That it's all his from the beginning. Then we understand that uh, that he's the owner. And it's already his. We're just the stewards. Be good stewards. When life gets hard, just be good stewards. We must trust in him more. Be good stewards of what God has given to us to manage. To manage. That's what we have to remember, to manage what God has. Some of us can't be blessed because we don't manage well what's been given. That's why I used to ride and drive my old ride, excuse me, being personal. I had a protege called a protege, Cavalier, Oldsmobile, 98 Regency. Used to wash them and put the armor all on the tires, shine them up real good. Because I knew I wasn't going to have them forever. But I wanted to manage what I had and take good care of it. Because that would, that's what God had for me right then. Hmm. And when we stop, I don't conflict. I have no conflicts with God. It's all God's. Whatever he blesses me with is his. And then we we have freedom in our life. It frees you up when you understand that. It frees you up. It frees your mind to know that it's all his. And then secondly, organized by God, 11b, you founded the earth and all that is in it. Construct a base. These definitions of founded. Huh? The word founded just stood out to me more to bring something into existence. Construct a base according to a particular principle or grounds. Construct. He founded. You founded the world. I mean, he laid out a plan for the world. He organized the world. And in Genesis, if you look, it said, he said it was good <laughs> back in June. But what we have now 
and time won't allow me to go deep into this, but the organized world that God designed has been unorganized by what man has tried to come along and put into place for himself. That's why we got unorganized world. We got upside down world. We got crazy nuts world because man has come along and tried to change the very thing that God has laid it out. Ethan, the Azurite said, you founded the world. I mean, he put this thing together as an order to this thing. There's an order in what we should be doing. There is an order um, in how we interact with one another. There is an order in how we come to the Lord. See, we can't come to God any old kind of way. See, he, there, there's an order. He organized, organized order. That's why families, families are in disorder. Because man has come along and changed the order, reorganized. Man and woman married, not man and man, woman and woman. Excuse me, being person, I read an article about young lady, actress, TV actress, who's in another network now, but she had got in hot water because she said the traditional marriage is the core of what her network is going to be. And I applaud her. She got some blowback from other agencies and groups that were uh, against what she said. And all she said was biblical. See, sometimes folk forget that the Bible states this. And because the Bible states it, I'm going to state it. Because the Bible is organized and in order. And anything that's organized, folks don't want to hear disorganized in order in their disorganized living. Folks don't want to hear anything in order in their out of order life. But this thing has been organized by God. Founded the world. And when things get out of order, that's why you have things that going around right now. Last week, the Republicans were out of order. They stay out of order mainly, but couldn't get a house, speak of the house voted in. They were out of order, disorganized, still off for the most part, but that's what a disorder looks like. That's what man has put into the world to counteract what God has laid out for us. Then, then thirdly and finally, what is owed by us? Owed by us to God. You look in verse 12. You created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon sing for joy at your name. And what, what Ethan is right saying here is that he's covering all the compass points. The north and south. Tabor and Hermon. Mount Tabor and Mount represent east and west. So all the points of the compass. Are laid out. That means everywhere, <laughs> anywhere. Behold, the Lord is there. He's admiring his work. He's looking to see what's in order and out of order. He's looking to see if we're giving him due for what he's given us and what he's blessed us with. The fullness of the entire world, the north and the south, all belong to God. And since it belongs to God, 
Let all creation praise his name. Since it belonged to God, Ethan the Ezraite wrote that verse 12, sing for joy at your name. And if it's all belonging to God, we got to remember to make sure that everything that we do is for the goodness of the Lord. Let all creation praise his name. So whatever you're going through, you just keep on praising his name. Whatever your ups are and your downs, your highs and your lows, just keep on praising his name. Because one Friday night, they placed a crown of thorns on his head, marched him up Calvary's hill, nailed him in his hands, riveted his feet, pierced him in his side, and he died on an old rugged cross. Oh, he died till the sun refused to shine. Oh, he died till the moon dripped in blood. He died till the earth shook like a drunk man. He died till the soldiers said, surely, 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 this must be the son of God. And he took him off that cross, laid him in a borrowed tomb. And I've never seen a man borrow a tomb, seen a man borrow sugar, seen a man borrow a lawnmower, but I've never seen a man borrow a grave. He laid there all Friday night. He laid there all day Saturday and Saturday night. But this is why we owe him praise. It's already his. That's why you are blessed. This is why we can shout and jump and be excited. We can high five each other because early, early, early Sunday morning, he rose from the grave with all power in his hands. Now we owe it all to him. He's got the whole world in his hands, but he still keeps on blessing us over and over again. And ain't that good news that despite all I'm going through, despite all the trials that I face, he keeps on blessing us. Keep on working on me, Lord. I'm not what I want to be, but thank God I'm not what I used to be. No matter what you're going through, you still owe him praise. No matter what trials you're facing, you still owe him praise. Let us give him what we owe him. Worship him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Whatever you need, give it over to him and watch him work it out. It's already his. Give him glory.
glory for all he's done. Give him praise. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as A, B, C, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said would be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I need it.